Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast, Absurd Art. My name is Liz, and on this podcast, I highlight interesting, nutty, and wild stories about art, artists, museums, and just about everything in between. I do all my own research, online, mostly, and compile it here in a podcast for you. I'm a lover of all things art, but there is a possibility that I may have left out a few things, but I'm doing the best that I can. So today I'm going to be talking about Tom Otterness, his sculptures in the 14th Street subway station in New York City, and his problematic past that continues to haunt him. So I keep seeing this subway station and its sculptures on Instagram and TikTok, and they're like these little bronze cartoon-looking sculptures, no taller than a foot high, and they're just kind of scattered all over the subway station. I'm obsessed with how cute they are, and so I decided to do some further research, and what I found out about the artist is something that I just really have trouble wrapping my head around. It's kind of crazy. So this cute little art installation is fittingly named Life Underground. It includes an alligator coming out from a manhole, trying to playfully eat a man, a police officer, a rat eating a coin, an ear on a wall, just little quirky things that you may find like in a cartoon that's set in New York City. I originally thought that these sculptures were graffiti of some type that somebody just placed here, but actually these bronze sculptures were commissioned in 2001 by the New York City Transit Authority, and these sculptures are made by artist Tom Otterness. So Tom Otterness is an American who was born in 1952. His sculptures can be found in public spaces, and they include themes of class, sex, and race. And they're often very round and cartoon-looking. You know, the, the sculptures have very round heads, and there aren't really any sharp or jagged edges on them. So Tom Otterness has done many sculptures, but he's also done some things that aren't sculptures, including performance art style films, and this is where he becomes problematic. So, you know, one film showed an amateur boxing match in a park, another was some rats eating in a restaurant, but the one film that stands out the most is called Shot Dog Film, and unfortunately, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, so one day in 1977, Tom went to an animal shelter, adopted a dog, tied it to a tree, and fatally shot it. All on film. Pretty grim, I know. Um, it was shown in the Times Square Theater somehow, and everyone who saw the film or even heard about it was outraged as they should be. After that, his career has not been so smooth sailing, I suppose. But why did he do it? He doesn't really have an explanation, but he claims that it has something to do with capitalism, but he still claims that it's no excuse and that he really regrets it. But the public rage quickly died down, and he's donated a lot of money to shelters and other animal protection agencies, and... Also, very ironically, I would like to mention that in the Life Underground installation that I was just talking about, there's a sculpture of a man pointing a gun at a dog. Do with that what you will, it just feels a bit ironic and kind of like he's not sorry, but the timeline, I may be a little confused on that. But yeah, if you ask me, it's a bit messed up that he included that for sure. 
So in 2008, Tom Otterness came out with a statement defending himself for his past actions, and here is that quote. 30 years ago, when I was 25 years old, I made a film in which I shot a dog. It was an indefensible act that I am deeply sorry for. Many of us have experienced profound emotional turmoil and despair. Few have made the mistake I've made. I hope people can find it in their hearts to forgive me. So it seems like he's learned his lesson and his work to redeem himself, but what's gone is not forgotten because the internet exists. And uh, he's actually been rejected from a few projects because of the dog shot film. Um, But yet he still manages to have a seven-figure income, so... There's that. (laughs) And um, just to wrap things up here, I should bring up that anything can be made and considered to be art, and violence happens to be one of those things. And Tom Otterness is not alone in turning violence into art. For example, Salvador Dali made a few films that included violence. In one film, he cut open a sheep's eyeball. I think the sheep was dead should check on that. And another video, he tried to blow up a duck with dynamite. So yeah, violence is pretty prevalent in art. And that's all I have for today's episode. If you enjoyed this or if you learned something new, you should consider subscribing on wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Liz and I will see you next time.